This is To The West and Back, a podcast that explores and unpacks the stories of passionate creatives who inspire us. We'll feature artists, photographers, filmmakers, musicians, writers, and just all around cool people. Everyone's got a cool journey that we can learn from, and it's our goal to provide a platform for them to share their experiences. Follow us on our journey as we talk to those who influence and inspire us with their endeavors. Some cats are actually allergic to humans. (laughs) Is that true? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, these fun facts are... (laughs) These fun facts are going to be good. We could just do a whole episode on fun facts. Agreed. Yes, obscure. <laughs> I typed in obscure facts, and that's what came okay, up. Okay, that's awesome. Was that just the intro to the podcast? Was it? I think it might be. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's our fourth episode. Yes, I am very excited. This is going to be a good episode today. I think. I hope so. It's going to be. Hope. It's going to be a vulnerable episode. It's going to be a cathartic episode. Yes. How about, that's my word of the year. I like that. Before we get to the catharsis, though. I'm thinking uh, we should celebrate our first three episodes. I know. Yes. Yes. They are. They were great episodes. We were really excited to have some cool people on the podcast and everyone's had some good reactions to them. So thank yeah. you. Thank you guys for checking them out and thanks for being here for episode four. Oh yeah. Is there anything that you uh, didn't know before about recording podcasts that you now know after the first three episodes? I feel like, I mean, like the first season was just me and my iPhone yeah. every episode. And now we kind of have this cool little setup with a little recorder and some microphones. So I think it's cool to see everything that kind of happens behind the scenes with the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And all the content creation, like for the, the first season, I didn't really do much creation as far as, you know, just a few stories and things like that. So just like all the whole promo is a very interesting and just trying to figure out how to market and brand a podcast and everything. So weird. Yeah. So it's been a cool lesson and a good case study, I think. As well. Definitely a good case study. I mean, we're both marketers. Yes, we are. So. And we can't just do something for fun. Exactly. Yeah, we were we talking, to we were talking about that. Yeah, we were like, man, you know, this podcast is just for fun, but we like to, we love to market things. So we have to at least, you know, give it our, our best effort. Yeah. But, and we also learned a lot of cool stuff from Rachel and Jared too. So we did. Those yes. were, I don't know that we'll have any other guests this season because. Yeah, I think we're just. Gonna, they were just so good. I think we're just going to call that the first or the second season. And, and uh, we'll start I the think, third next year. Yeah, we'll be back next year, next January. Just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. Because this kidding. premiered yeah. At, yeah. at the end of February. Yeah, please, but. please don't uh, leave the podcast. There will be more. There will be more. And we're gonna do a giveaway soon. Just saying, we are. So keep your keep, keep your ears peeled. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep your ears peeled. I like that. That sounds. I like that, yeah. uh, it's a nice visualization. It is. But I guess eyes peeled. Yeah, that's they're they're both very. Uh, they don't sound like very much fun. <laughs> <laughs> no. So today we are going to be uh, learning how to peel our ears and our eyes. Yes, this is a very unconventional <laughs> intro for a podcast, but I like it. I like it um, too. So Nick, would you like to fill everyone in on what we're doing today on the podcast? Yes, I would. It, you know, you might be nervous, but I'm also nervous because we're going to talk about some things. I'm very nervous. Yeah. So on episode three, when we had Jared on, we talked about journaling and finding yourself and whatnot. And I mentioned that I had bought myself and Jared both copies of the self-reflection journal which is a journal and it comes with a deck of cards that have prompts to help you 
get to know yourself. So you actually, this was your idea. So we are going to blame you. Yes, this was my idea. I was like, oh, this would be kind of a cool thing to pull these random cards. And we, I think we picked out about eight different cards that we're going to choose from. So we'll probably choose three or four and we'll just kind of see where we're going. Well, How many we, tears are shed? We did pick out eight. Yeah, I already, already threw yeah. out one. <laughs> <laughs> so we have these seven reflective cards, uh, metaphorically speaking, and also literally because they're reflective. Like that. That's cool. As is the journal. Very cool journal. I actually have it in my bag. I'm thinking we pull one at a time, but one we, time. But we pull three. Okay. What do you think? Deal. Let's do it. There's I'm, no I'm, picking. There's I'm, no picking here. I'm, I'm easy to convince. I'm already nervous as enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why that's so funny. It shouldn't be funny. These yeah. are like actual deep questions. Yeah, Nick's gonna like laugh at me. I'm gonna be like over here, like <laughs> full tears and like pouring my heart out, and he's just gonna be like, "No, yeah, this is great. This is hilarious." No, that's not gonna happen. Okay, so. Do you want to pick first? Sure, I'll pick first. Okay. Maybe I won't even set them on the table. I'll just I'll just give it a little shuffle in my hand. And then you want me to I'll just pick a card and then ask you the question. You can pick a card. Nick doesn't want to answer the questions <laughs> either. <laughs> no, I don't really, but I think it'll be fun. I think this will be a nice, like I said, cathartic exercise. And something that is gonna help us get to know ourselves. It is. And each other. And apparently everyone who listens to this is gonna really get to know us too. Yes. Okay, I've got the seven cards here. They're all shuffled. Are you ready to pick no. them? No. Okay. Just kidding. I am. All right. Oh my god. First one. Oh God. All right. Oh God, I'm the, scared. The first question. What have I been sensitive to lately? Oh, it's hmm. a good one. Would you like me to answer first, or would do you, you have an first? answer prepared um, for I, that? I don't have a prepared answer, but I think something came to my mind. Yeah. So probably I don't know, like body image would be something. You know, I feel like I've gained a little bit of weight. That's been something that's on my mind lately. Um, so I want to get healthier, and I've been doing a lot of research on how to get healthier. Um, so I've been trying to like walk like four miles a day just for like really, like I kind of enjoy that too, just some nice solo time as well. So I would say that's probably something that I've been a little more sensitive to lately and yeah. more body conscious lately. So just still kind of trying to learn, you know, remember to love yourself and those kinds of things. So, Ooh, there we go. So there's, we love ending with a we, lesson. We are off to a good start, but yeah, I would say that's probably like what I've been most sensitive to lately. So just kind of like learn about what foods I should be eating and that kind of thing. And probably drinking less beer would also be helpful. <laughs> As always, but yeah. it's so good. But yeah. So yeah, it's kind of been like a fun process to kind of like, I don't know, get down on myself, but then also pick myself back up from yeah. that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So we can okay, do some unpacking. I think that we have started with a really like not too in-depth card. Yeah, I think that was, good. Good. that was good. That was a good card to start yeah, with. Yeah, we're getting our feet wet. Yeah. Good job picking that card. Thank you. And we have cameras here today, so everyone knows it was actually random. We didn't just actually, True. yeah, we didn't just pick that. Um, I have been sensitive, and I'm not, I'm not trying to just copy everything that you say, but I feel like I've been sensitive to the same thing. I have, like, when I get really out of shape, I get sensitive to my body image. But then when I start to get in shape, I feel like I get just as, if not more sensitive to my body image because I'm like, like recently I've been going to the gym five times a week 
and I wake up super early and I go and I've been really frustrated because I feel like I'm not seeing the results that I think I should be seeing. And just having that, having the expectation in my mind of like, here's where I should be by now. Here's where I should be by now makes me more sensitive to it. And I look at myself in the mirror every day, like after my shower with a towel on, (laughs) (laughs) sometimes not, it's whatever. But I look at myself in the mirror every day and I'm like, uh, where am I progressing here? Am I not? And any little thing about it, especially like, you know, guys love to make jokes. So make a joke about my body right now. I'm probably going to want to rip your head off because I'm working really hard and I already don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. So if you say something about any, any part of me, I'm just not your friend anymore. For the time being. Yeah, I feel like I'm the same way where it's like you, you know, you put in that work in and then you're like, damn, I'm, why am I not seeing these results? So I think, yeah, yeah, it's just like that, the patience game, which I think is such a, such a hard thing to, uh, to, especially with like the body image thing. You're like, I'm putting all this work in, I'm eating healthy and these different things and I'm not really seeing much of a, yeah. much of a difference. So like, or it like fluctuates, your weight fluctuates down or up or, you know, body image, things like that. So that's, yeah, I think that's been on my mind. It's probably, I think I've kind of struggled that with with that for a long time, not just really recently, but it's mm-hmm. kind of been just more prevalent recently. Yeah. Starting to get nice outside. So it's almost like, uh, almost uh pool time. Yes. 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 And like river I, time and stuff like that. Oh, river time. Yeah. I feel that especially because I mean, <laughs> we have some friends that are in really great shape. We do. And yeah. it's not fun to do like a river float or go to a pool and everyone's in really good shape. And then you're just like, Oh, here's me yeah i guess yeah no i feel that you know one thing that has helped me uh i had this mindset shift when i started to go back to the gym and i said like you know i don't i don't want to get ripped i don't have a goal weight i'm not even going to look at my weight i just want to be more comfortable with myself. That was my only goal. And when I signed up for my new gym, I you get a free meeting with a personal trainer. And this guy kept trying to get me to say real, like tangible goals. And I wouldn't tell him. He's like, so is there like a goal weight? Is there a goal like amount that you want to lift? Like, what's your goal? And I was like, no, I just want to like myself again. Because I feel like I go through phases where I go to the gym religiously, lift a lot, eat really healthy, and then something happens, like something stupid. Like I have uh, have something to do on a weeknight and I don't go that night. And then I stop going for six months. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh man, I feel really crappy about myself. I look in the mirror and I'm like, uh, you're so ugly. Not ugly. You're so... It's like not where you want to be. Yeah, you're not where you want to be. You're not where you want to be. And so, yeah, I switched my goal to be like, all you need to do is like or be comfortable with what you see. And we're always works in progress. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I I don't know, honestly, that I'll ever get to a point where I can say I love my body, but I feel like I will easily get to a point where I can say I'm comfortable with my body, which is something that I have not said before. Same. 
Dang, we've never had this conversation before. So no, we haven't. Having it out on the podcast here. But yeah, I feel like, I mean, even in high school, I was a little bit like, you know, just still not like super lean or anything like that. So. Oh yeah, I've never been I've lean. just never been lean. It's just not how I like, it's just not how my body is. I think um, that's one thing that made me stop looking at the actual number on the scale because I'm like, okay, I know whatever goal weight I set is unrealistic. Like I know my... I know my sedentary weight and I know my in shape weight and neither of those are close to what I would consider to be what I think it should be. Yeah. Like I'm obese according to BMI, which I mean, who, who you shouldn't use BMI in the first place, but you know, it's like that kind of stuff. Don't go by other people's standards. That was my, that was my mindset shift. Just like, I just want to like, I just want to like it. And yeah, I feel like this just kind of came up in the news too with Jonah Hill mm-hmm. and like the article and or like what he kind of posted on Instagram. And he said, I don't ever think I took my shirt off in a pool until I was in my mid thirties, even in front of family or friends. Oh, so yeah. I think that that, I don't know. Yeah. Like that just came up. Like I said, I was having some really negative thoughts when I saw that and I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like he, and he's like, you know what? Just like have fun. Yeah. And you know, take your, take your shirt off at the pool, you know, get some sun, you know, it's not. Yes. Yes. Just. I don't know, do it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's easy to say, but I think it's something else to practice that too. So, I definitely need to, like, train my mind to, yeah. to just be, I don't know, I just wanted to be healthier this year. I didn't necessarily, I had, a like, a set weight goal, but I was like, I just, I don't want to just, like, be striving for that and just constantly mm-hmm. thinking about that. So, I just mm-hmm. wanted to be healthier, like, eat healthier foods, you know, go on walks and that kind of thing. I just, I love walking and it's just really good for you yeah. too. So, that was my goal was just to be healthier this year because I've, I mean, last year, I mean, it was a crazy year and I was like going out to eat more and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Wasn't even really thinking about, you know, like the implications of what that was going to bring. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh damn, you know, I think, I think I need to get that under control. So it's like, I don't really go out to eat as much anymore. Um, but yeah. 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 I feel that it's also one of those things like you think that everyone's looking at you and they're really not like there are people who I would consider to be in worse shape than either of us who are completely comfortable and I don't even look like I don't see them at the pool and I'm like, Ugh. yeah, exactly. like, no, they look fine. Yeah, they look great. Like they're having fun. Like as long as you're happy and having fun, I feel like yeah. that's like the most important thing. Yeah. Which even if that means wearing a shirt on a float trip, if that's what keeps yeah. you happy and having fun, then do it. I mean, especially on our float trips where they last like eight hours, just like in the sun just beaming on you the whole Eight, time yeah yeah so <laughs> it's probably a good idea to at least put a shirt on half of it or at least a yeah, lot of sunscreen yeah so last year when we went on our float trip was the first year that i went on a float trip and had my shirt off and i had it off the whole time and it was also the first time in my life that i got a sunburn and it was very painful and that is something that i had never experienced before yeah one of my friends so, in high school he had a pool, so we'd always go over there and hang out. And yeah. Be like, oh, I don't need sunscreen. And then, like the next day, I was like, my body it hurts. Like my back is hurting. It's you need sunscreen. So, okay, that's a good lesson from the podcast. Love sunscreen. yourself and wear sunscreen. Sunscreen is part of loving yourself. <laughs> True facts. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for the next card? I think we. I think we're ready. I think we're. I think we're nice and warmed up. I think I'm warmed up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll see. All right. Well, that's the that's the end of the podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. One for one. All right. Is it my turn? Yes. Would you like me to hold the cards? You can hold the cards. Yeah. I would love if you held the cards. That'd be great. It's exciting. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't like that face that Nick just made. No, it's okay. Okay. This card says, 
what expectation have I set on someone that has been hurting me the most? Damn. Damn. I guess I'll go first. Yes. You go, you go first. You went first on the last one. Deal. But you got an easy one. So <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. What expectation have I set on someone that has been hurting me the most? So this is a little similar to something that I actually wrote about in this journal from another prompt. And it's an expectation that I think I set on everyone um, for people to find joy or pride in the same things that I do or in things that I'm doing. If that makes sense, I'll backtrack. I feel like I've always done things. I have done sports. I owned a business at a very young age. First person in my family to go to and graduate from college. I got married. I moved away kind of first person in my family to even do that. Um, but it was so like, I didn't do those things for anyone else, but I still expected for so long for people, whether it was friends or family to be, I don't want to say proud of me cause they are, but I, I put this expectation of people to care about it. And when they don't, I get sad <laughs> and it's not that they don't usually, but I do this thing to kind of overcompensate for that where I won't tell people about something because I don't want to be disappointed by their lack of excitement about it. So like there were times in, in college, like as recently as college where I, you know, didn't want to hype up my swim meets because if one of my parents didn't go, I could just blame it on me telling them that it's boring and they shouldn't go instead of me telling them that I want them to go and then them not going and then being really sad about them not going. So I overcompensate with stuff like that. Even like this podcast, I'm super pumped about it and it's like ingrained into me now to hide that kind of excitement so that if someone doesn't listen to it or doesn't take any interest into it, I don't have to be, I don't have to be hurt. But the problem is I'm hurt no matter what, like even my own wife who has listened to this podcast, I didn't even want to, I didn't want to be excited in front of her about doing this podcast because I'm like, well, what if I'm really excited and she doesn't listen? Then it's like, you know, a letdown Yeah. when really I need to just tell people because if they don't listen to it, whether I told them or not, I'm going to be sad. Yet when I don't tell them that I'm excited about it, if they don't listen to it, I have no right to be sad because I made it seem like it was no big deal, which is just a thing that I do to protect myself from, I don't know, putting myself in that situation. I don't even know if any of that made no, sense. No, that makes total sense. Now I'm just like, I'm listening. Like, I mean, thank you for sharing that. I feel like I've, I've felt that same thing too, where it's like you, you want to tell everybody about that, but then you don't want to tell them. Cause then if they don't listen or they're yeah. not like, they're like, ah, it was okay. Or, you know, like, I mean, like not that most of our friends would ever say that, but yeah. it's still like in your mind, like, oh, maybe they won't like it yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, because mine was going to like, when, as soon as you started talking about that, not to like copy, like write off the same thing, but on social media, when you like announce things, 
You like fake being nonchalant. Yeah, you're like, oh, we have a podcast. Yeah, it's whatever. It's, it's but fine. like, we're really excited. So yeah, I think just like owning that excitement, I guess, is something where I definitely struggle with. Where I don't want it to come across where I'm bragging about it or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, look at us. We have a podcast. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't. I've struggled with that too, where you don't want to like come across as, I don't know, I'm all that. Like, that's not the point why we started a podcast. It was right. like, you know, I started originally just to tell cool stories to people and then wanted you to, to be along to to work together and to collaborate and to have that. So yeah. I guess I have to get over it. That's probably what would be my answer to that question to be like, not, I don't know, coming across as like, oh, I have it all figured out and things mm-hmm. like that. Cause I definitely don't. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That would be my, and then I saw a post the other day um, that kind of like, I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. It was like, don't, I think it was on Twitter or something along the lines of like, don't be upset with your friends if they don't, you know, engage with your, whatever you're creating is creative stuff. Like yeah. if they don't engage with your photos or things like that. Like everybody has stuff that's going on. Yeah. Um, everybody has their own lives and things like that. Like they're, they're like, I mean, I see people who I haven't seen in forever. They're like, Oh man, your photos are, they're looking really good. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, thank you. Like they, I haven't seen them like, like a post or anything like that. Um, but like, they're still looking and they're seeing it and they're yeah. like, dang, like this is cool. So they're not interacting necessarily. So yeah. not to like go off too much of your topic. Um, well, I feel like it goes both ways too, because it's like, you know, don't, don't expect that from people, but also you can't expect them to be excited if you don't even seem excited about it. True. That has been, I feel like my biggest flaw. And I, that's what I wrote about. I was just like, you know what? Why am I even relying on other people to make me happy or relying on other people to even be excited about the same thing I'm excited about? If I'm not even telling them about it, like what, what are you, what are you doing to yourself, Nick? Like if you tell them and they don't listen, fine you at least know that they made that choice. But if you are super nonchalant about it, oh yeah, we do this podcast. It's no big deal. It's whatever. And then they don't listen. You, I only have myself to blame for that. Yeah, Cause they're not going to be hyped up if you're, if we're not hyped up or yeah. looking to see that example. Still, yeah. But. Either way it sucks. So I, yeah, like you said, might as well take ownership of that excitement because you're going to be let down if they don't listen, but you might as well, freaking tell them just get your excitement out there and be like yeah this is like really cool and like, yeah because like, even if they're, they're i mean some people just aren't podcast people you know some I'm, people don't. i'm not yeah i mean <laughs> I, i've i mean i listen to like tim ferris and mm-hmm. some things like that but i don't listen just like to non-stop podcasts so yeah some people might be like i have a podcast that's all i listen to but i'm super st- like super stoked for you guys to be doing yeah. this and i'll support you and i'll tell people about it but maybe i'm not necessarily gonna listen to it which is totally fine yeah um but yeah can you read the question again? Yeah. I was about to say, did we even I, answer that? I think I have something else to talk about. What too, expectation have I set on someone that has been hurting me the most? Uh, I guess I could kind of have a different answer too for this. So, I mean, I love to go for hikes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a lot of times I'd be like, ask people to go for hikes and like schedules are just crazy. You know, everybody's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So friends or people couldn't go for hikes, you know, at the same time that I could. So therefore I just wouldn't go for a hike mm-hmm. for the longest time. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for a solo hike. Yeah. I'm going to do it on my own. And like, and I did it once and I was like, this was incredible. It's just, you know, an hour, hour and a half of just you in your head, like in the woods. And like, yeah, yeah I think that that is, that'd probably be my answer for that question. Just yeah. like getting more comfortable being alone and doing things on your own, Yeah, which is powerful to me, I think. Yeah, I don't do that. That's one thing my freaking whole life, I've never like done things alone. I, I don't even like to eat alone. Like if I have to eat alone, I'm going to go home on my lunch break. Yeah. And like eat alone in my own house. 
not in a restaurant. I did that once and I felt so weird. Yeah, being alone, I feel like I've unlocked many things. It's like it forces you to have conversations with yourself that you're yeah. avoiding because you know you have your phone right. or you're working or you're talking to people at work and stuff like that. And yeah. like being in the woods and just like basically like having your phone yeah. you know, shut off or airplane mode or whatever. It's like, Ooh. wow. All right. Well, it's just me and you now, buddy. Me and you. <laughs> yeah. Me and my mind. So let's, let's talk. So I yeah. feel like it's, I don't know, it's good to address those things too. I've gotten a lot better about addressing like, like the body insecurities, you know, a lot of yeah. times like I wouldn't acknowledge that. And, you know, even, I don't know, I would say even last year, I probably would not have said that on the podcast. That's for really? sure. Really? Yeah. I probably would not have said, I'd have been like, oh yeah, everything's good. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at that. Yeah. Look so, at you. So growth. Growth. We love growth. We do. Well, that was another good one. Uh, I think we're two for two. <laughs> we uh, are two was, for two. I was super nervous coming into this, but this has actually been a very, very good conversation so yeah. far. We're only yeah. two questions in, so. My word of the year. Cathartic. Cathartic. Love it. What's the definition? <sighs> well, I don't. Ex <laughs> no, I know. I know what it means. Oh, I would say the closest thing to it is just therapeutic. All right, next. Next. Let's next do it. Next question. Give me that deck. Uh oh, I have to. <laughs> I really had to enunciate <laughs> that. Okay. Oh, boy. Are we doing three? Are we doing five? We're doing. I was thinking like 23, maybe. Well, didn't bring that many. But I guess we can run through some again. Yeah. All right. We have five left in the deck. So pick away. Not that one. Just kidding. Too late. I don't know what it is. It's a wild card. Wild card. Do we have so a sound effect for that? We need to. I'm ready. So wild card, what am I doubting about myself currently? Replace that thought with an affirmation and repeat it out loud. Hmm. Dang. You know you have to go first. I know I have to go first. I'm going to do some stalling here. Okay. I'm really doubting about the uh, co-host of the podcast. That decision is looming large in my mind at the moment. Some regrets. <laughs> All right. I'm still stalling. I'm sorry. Um, what am I doubting about myself currently? That is tough. You know, I think that anyone listening probably expects me to say something about doubting my abilities as a parent because I'm about to have a child. I'm so excited. I am excited as well. However, I'm not doubting myself about that. I think I'm pretty confident about that, actually. I have no doubts. You're going to be like the coolest dad ever. <laughs> and you've, you've dressed like a dad for years. Wow. So okay. you're good to go, dude. Thank you. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that a compliment? It or? is a compliment. Yeah, you have a okay. good style. Like a, like a cool dad. I should have said a cool, a cool, like, a a cool, cool like a nice like a cool eclectic dad. Hipster dad. Yeah. Yes, that's a definite compliment. Okay. Thank you. Kate doesn't take it as a compliment when I tell her she dresses like a mom. <laughs> she's like, damn it, Nick. Yeah, no. And she's getting her haircut this weekend, so she's actually going to look like a mom. Which is fitting, though. We're going to have a kid in yeah, like, you're a, gonna in have like a, next yeah, month. It's coming fast. Anyway, I'm not doubting my abilities as a parent. Uh, I would say a place where I have doubts about myself, I think that I do tend to suffer from imposter syndrome sometimes. And that's not really doubting my actual abilities, but it's like kind of questioning them. And I feel like maybe you've experienced this too, because we're both, um, I would say ahead of our career game in a way, if that makes sense. Like yeah. we're ahead of where other people our age might be. Yeah. And getting to where I am 
now at only, well, I can't say only, I'm not young anymore. I'm 25. I know we hit 25 a few weeks ago. So yeah, but now being 25 and being in the position that I am at work, um, in my career, or even sometimes financially, I feel this way, but that doesn't give me imposter syndrome. That just makes me really happy. Yeah. But when I think about my career, I'm like, I don't know if I like, did I fake it to get here? Because I know that I feel like I worked really hard, but like anyone else who's in a similar position and doing the things that I'm doing is older for sure. And yeah, I don't, I don't think it gives me doubts about my actual ability, but it makes me wonder like, am I real? Like, am I, am I as good as I should have been to get this job? Or did I like really like pull some, some stuff, some stuff. Well, yeah. one, yes, you are good. Well, thank you. You are thank you. great at what you do. Great person. Um, and two, I definitely feel that way as well. Yeah. Um, especially it's like, I don't know. We talked about on that, like when you interviewed me, you know, coming out of college and it was like, everybody else was doing job interviews and things mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to start my own business. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. And like, it wasn't like, I mean, I had no, it's like the lifestyle was going to be like mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, and now, you know, fast forward, I guess it's almost three years since we graduated, which is crazy. That is a little crazy. Yes. Um, but yeah, fast forward to now, it's like, I, I feel like I've kind of like, you know, fully up and running, but I still feel weird. Like telling people like, oh yeah, like I have a photography business and like, yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's still just like a weird, like, like, I'm, not hard, as, it, I'm it, not as confident as I should be when I say that. Right. Um, and there's always like, oh yeah. And like, you know, I have a photography business mm-hmm. and video business and things like that. But yeah, I think but it's, it's like real. It's real. Yeah, it's no, hard to I, take yourself seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I, was like, I guess it's like putting on or looking at, you know, me from the outside. If I saw someone else that had like mm-hmm. a business, like what I do, I'd be like, oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Like tell me more. And yeah, it's definitely like legitimate business. But when yeah. I think about it myself, I'm like, oh, I'm just a, I'm just a freelancer, just a guy, just a guy hanging out, you know, doing yeah. stuff like, and like creating content and things like that. I mean, I guess that's kind of what I was thinking too. Originally it was like, you know, like is my, are my photos really good enough to be mm-hmm. doing like all these different things and that kind of stuff. And just having the doubts of, I don't know. I feel like everybody has those doubts, no matter yeah. what you're doing, you always have those doubts. So I think it's, yeah. I don't know. I try to, cause I, every time I see everybody else's photos, I'm like, wow, that's a really great photo. Mm-hmm. But then I see mine sometimes and I'm like, oh, it's a really, it's a good photo. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder if people look at it the same way that I look at other people's photography or vice versa and then get up, caught up in that, that mind game of like, oh, am I as good as everybody else? Well, yes. The answer is yes. We will give Thank each you. other the affirmations. We don't have to do it ourselves. Got it. So like, yes. that's a good plan. Yes. Your photos are very good. Um, but I feel that I think it's something about being a creative because people who are not creatives see all photos and think that they're all good. And then, you know, like we might've thought that before we started being real photographers. And then once we learned the process, we became able to nitpick about things and you know, you are your own worst critic. And so I feel like when you know exactly what goes into an image, it can either make you really, really love it or make you doubt your own abilities. Because if you didn't even try and you have a photo that you're putting in someone's wedding album, it might make you doubt your abilities. Yeah. But 
you might look at other people's photos. You don't know that they went through the exact same thing. Yeah. I think that's like a, a dangerous game too, of like the comparison to other people. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, everyone's got a unique style, you know, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many wedding photographers, but everybody has yeah. a lot of business because everybody has something unique about them and the packages they offer and the styles and, yeah. you know, engagement shoots and everything like that. Just for an example. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's dangerous to always kind of look at other people and be like, oh man, I wish I could do that. Because mm-hmm. people probably look at our stuff and they're like, oh, like that's really cool. Like I wish we could do that. And then they probably have things that we look at them and we say, oh, I wish I could do that as well. So everybody has their own strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses. So for sure, that's my answer. For sure, for sure. Dang, this is good. This is a this good This is one. good. I think we might just have to run through all the cards. All the cards. We got, how many we got left? We got four left. That was a quick answer. I'm too. very bad at math because I should have known that. <laughs> you know, you're just too, you're just so into it. You know, yeah. that's that's what it is. Super into it. Um, uh, all right, so now it is your turn to draw the card. Don't want to do that. You, I mean, you did answer my question for me. So if I have an answer, I'll answer it for you. If you have an answer, yeah, but you have not, to have an not, answer. We're, not, we're answering these cards. If not, then you're on your own. Sorry. I'm gonna pull this one. <laughs> And it says, what have my past relationships taught me about myself, good and bad? We're going... Another good one. Yes, definitely another good one. You got an answer? I guess I could probably give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. All right. Well, I would say I could just like really love people. And I like over communicate and like want to be involved with them. Um, But I've had to learn that, you know, it's like there has to be a balance of like listening to them and then also kind of helping them. And I don't know, I guess that's more in like friendships and things like that. Kind mm-hmm. of just like, learn, like listening to people taking, like if they want advice or they just want to be heard and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I would say probably when I was younger, it was like over communication and romantic relationships and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like over communicate, like, Oh, let's hang out all the time and do all this. And then I've learned now that you have to have that space, you know, yeah. each person needs to have their own space in a romantic relationship. And you have to be your own person too. And you have to have, yeah. the, you have to have the relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. So each of you have to have your own relationship. And then with like friends, um, sometimes, I mean, everyone's, you know, guilty of it, but it's like, you just, sometimes you just don't communicate with your friends or, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you go a long time without seeing people and you're like, dang, mm-hmm. I should not have done that. But I think it's, I guess it's important to remember that everybody has their own lives and everyone's got stuff going on too. So it's not yeah. like you can just hang out all the time. Yeah. Um, so I would say that that would be what I've learned about myself, which I think ultimately it's become a good thing. I think it was a bad thing. And mm-hmm. now I've learned that balance and it is a good thing. Nice. Hey, thanks. We love balance. Balance. Yeah. Um. So one thing that I've learned that I don't know if I would consider it good. There are good parts and there are bad parts to this, but I am so freaking sensitive and it's good in the sense of like you know if i have a friend who wants to talk to me about something like i'll empathize and i'll listen and you know just lend them my ear it's bad in the sense of like i feel personally hurt by things like what we were talking about earlier like setting expectations and them not being met like I get hurt by it, like actually hurt or in a more literal sense. Did you ever play the Sims when you were younger? I did. 
so you know when you host a party on the sims and like you have to like keep the party entertaining or else people start to leave yeah if i have people over and someone leaves I start to feel like, you know, when the little notification pops up, that's like your party sucks. Yeah. People are leaving. This is the worst party ever. Like that's how I feel. Not when people are leaving just like, Oh, the party's over and everyone's going home. Yeah. But, um, like, <laughs> okay. So we had a new year's party a couple years ago and I sh- we should have known not to invite a ton of people because it's new year's. Everyone goes home or they have, plans very far in advance and so it was a very i'll call it intimate party still a blast but i was like oh my god i hope that someone that we invited who's not a super close friend i hope they don't show up now because i don't want them coming in here expecting some party and there's like 10 people here and then I'm going to feel like a sim running around, like trying to fill up their drink and whatever. And then they're yeah. just going to leave and be like, this is the worst party ever. <laughs> well, I can say that you have thrown some epic parties. So <laughs> please don't worry about that. Maybe or, that's why I get so worried. Cause I want to live up to, to the, all the parties. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I get that too. I mean, even just like having people at the studio, you're like, yeah, you like, you just want them to have a good time. Cause yes. I'm all about experiences. So that's mm-hmm. like my big thing. It's like experiences. I love to create and curate experiences for people. Um, and I had some ideas, you know, with the podcast in the past of like doing like this cool, like live show, like a live podcast at like a concert venue. Whoa. And then having like a concert, like a band play after and like all this cool, crazy stuff. But Mm -hmm. I just have all these ideas and I want people to have really fun experiences. Mm -hmm. So even like someone just like coming to hang out in the studio, I'm like, I want them to have like a nice place to sit, like proper lighting, like a drink of water, like, you know, just like all those different things. Yeah. So I definitely get where you're, coming from on that yeah one. sensitive also a people pleaser which can be a good and bad thing but also oddly and i feel like this doesn't go with being a people pleaser i definitely catch myself being self-centered at times in the sense of actually you know what this all just ties back to the really deep question like i want people to be excited for the things that i'm excited about when you're not i get sensitive and i feel really hurt by it and i have i have grown from that because I realized that it's not fair to other people. Like for example, so my parents aren't together. Uh, so single parents, obviously, um, there was this one time where my mom took my brother, my sister and I to the cell phone store to get new phones. I was in high school at the time and I am my mom's youngest kid. So I'm her little baby. And, um, we all picked out which phones we wanted. Cause this was back in the day when not every single person in the world had an iPhone. Yeah. So we all picked out our phones. Um, my brothers and sisters phones were available in the store that day. So they got to take them home. Mine had to be shipped in and it wouldn't be there for like a week. And that's when I got really self-centered and was, I wouldn't say I threw a fit, but I was like, I was down about it. And my mom, who I guess is also a people pleaser like me, didn't want me to feel that way. So she took me on this big ass shopping spree to get a whole bunch of new clothes and everything because I had to wait a few days to get my phone. And it's when I look back at things like that, that's what I've grown from. Because I'm like, okay, Nick, I like there are times where, I mean, something as small as like, 
um, you know, Kate and I, we have two cars and she usually drives the Jeep. I usually drive our Atlas, but in the morning, if she needs to take the Atlas for whatever reason, or even if she wants to, she can, but there's something about if I'm like on my way out the door and she says, Oh, can you take the, take the Jeep today? For whatever reason, it just throws me off. And am I actually hurt by that? No, but my instinct, not even my instinct, just like my reflex is to just be like, yes, yes. I'll take the Atlas today or I'll take the Jeep today. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. When like, it's not that big of a deal at all. Like Nick, why is your reflex? Why is your gut reaction to try to make someone feel bad for making you take your own freaking car for a day? Yeah. Stop being that way. That's a bad part. I've grown. I'm or have, <laughs> I've grown from the days where my mom took me on a shopping spree because I didn't get my phone. Working on growing in the sighing way. Because I, I definitely do that. Like everything's an inconvenience when it's not. I feel like I definitely feel that. I am I am very sensitive. Yeah. Very, very sensitive. Just like all the time. Like I like I was saying, like what people are thinking, like are they having fun? Mm -hmm. You know, just everything like that. Or if like, you know, if like someone takes a long time to respond, I'm like, Oh God, what did I do? Did I like make them mad? Did I do something like the last time? Like my brain, and then I'm like, it's fine. Like yeah. people are busy. Like yes. it's fine. But yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So I, I guess it's good to have that self-awareness of like, yeah. okay, maybe that's not the best habit or maybe that could be a, a toxic trait. It is. Oh, but, it's definitely a toxic trait. But to have the awareness to be like, you know what? I'm probably, I'm overreacting. Yeah. And then to just be like, you know, I think I need to learn from that. I think that is very important. Dude, it's because I got whatever I wanted when I was a kid. Not <laughs> joking. I was so spoiled. Clearly, clearly, clearly. If I went on a shopping spree because I didn't get my phone that my mom was also paying for. Yeah, I yeah, I'm spoiled. Hey, you've learned. You're good. I've learned, I guess. This has been a good podcast episode. This has been really good. Dang. Nice experience. I was very nervous, but like as soon as the first question came, I was like, you know, vulnerability. It's, it's not good, so bad. It, it's a good thing, you know? You feel... I feel like I have a weight lifted off of my shoulders of like yes. kind of everything that I've been, I guess, on my mind for, I mean, probably a while. You know, it's not like I have these conversations every day, so it's kind of nice mm -hmm. to get them out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think I really talk about... No, I definitely don't. Yeah. Maybe this should be our new format for the episodes where it's just me and you. We just pick some cards and have deep talks about things that are bothering us or that yeah. are making us happy. I think that would be, I don't know, it'd be very therapeutic. Plug the definition. No. Plug the word. Cathartic. There you go. <laughs> yes. 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 Love it. It was fun. It was very fun. If you want to get one of these journals. This is not an ad. We were not paid for this, but it's called We're Not Really Strangers. They have other things too. So they have like a relationship deck that you like do this sort of thing with, just go back and forth. This was a self-reflection thing. So you're really just supposed to have these conversations with yourself, but I like them. I'm definitely gonna have to get one. Should we still end with music? I think we should quickly, yeah. Yes, yes. All right, so what you got? we're recording this on... <gasps> we're recording this on March 4th. There's a there's a special album that comes out tomorrow, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let Nick take this uh, one. <laughs> I can't.
Hope Quinn, <sighs> hope he doesn't listen to this. He'll be like, damn. <laughs> what was that? And not in a good way. Yeah. Um, yes. Quinn 92, AKA Quinn XCII. That's the dude. <laughs> Quinn XCII. Releasing his album tomorrow. But by the time this podcast is out, it will have been out for a few days and I will have learned every word to every song. Yes. It's change of scenery two. Uh, change of scenery. The original album is very old. It's before either of us started listening to Quinn. Yeah. I feel like we started listening to him with the story of us story of us. Yeah. And then it was from Michigan with love. And then it was a letter to my younger self. Yes. Change of scenery is before all of that. Yeah. This is change of scenery too. And the teasers that he's put out for these songs. Oh my days. I am so they're so, pumped. They sound so good, dude. Like, and all like so the, good. all of his like videos and stuff look really cool as well. So yeah, they do. All of the mutual friends are on it. So Quinn, Chelsea Cutler, Jeremy Zucker, and AOK are all on this album. All right. Well, this has been a wonderful podcast. We would, we'd love to hear from you if you actually like this kind of vulnerability episodes, mm -hmm. um, because I really enjoyed it. So we don't have to be people pleasers. True. We are not leaving it up to anyone else to make us happy. True. You're right. It's like I didn't even listen to the whole podcast. Yeah. Come on. Sorry. What's that about? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna let myself go from the podcast, <laughs> and you can just do the podcast by yourself. Sounds good. No, but thank you, everybody, and have a great week. Uh,